Jesus said, when you pray, pray then like this. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Today we continue our look through the Sermon on the Mount found in Matthew chapters 5, 6, and 7. Today we're just addressing one verse, and that is in Matthew chapter 6, and it is verse 9. And verse 9 is, Pray then like this, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Heavenly Father, help us to pray. Help us to pray at all times about all things, to live in a spirit of prayer, with an attitude of prayer, knowing that from you comes every good and perfect gift. So we look to you this morning to open the eyes of our understanding and the ears of our heart that we might see and hear and respond to your teaching as you teach us how to pray when we pray. And we thank you for hearing and answering our prayer in Christ's name. Amen. We call this the Lord's Prayer, but of course it can't be the Lord's Prayer because he asked for it to be forgiven for his trespasses, and we know that Jesus was without sin. But really what it is is the disciples' prayer, and it's the prayer for all believers in Jesus Christ. But he didn't say, pray this prayer. He said, pray then like this. I'm certainly not saying there's anything wrong with praying the prayer, but I think it falls far short if we simply pray the words that Jesus gave without seeing that he was giving us a model for prayer. He was giving us a guide for how we should pray. Because he didn't say if you pray. He said, when you pray, pray then like this. Not just this, but pray then like this. And the first part of that prayer is, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Why does he say our father? Why don't we say my father? Well, we're, he is our father. He is the father of all who have been born again in Christ Jesus. And that also means that all of those who are in Christ Jesus are fellow heirs of God. We are his children. We are brothers and sisters in Christ. We're from different parts of the world. We come from different ethnic and racial backgrounds. We come from different economic backgrounds. But we are one in Christ, and he is our Father. And we should be excited to pray our Father because he is he has adopted us when we're born again god adopts us we're restored to the relationship that originally existed before sin entered and we're adopted by god and we're co-heirs with christ jesus what an exciting thing to even think about and we need to understand that because he is our father, he also has complete authority over us. Because he's our father and because he has complete authority over us, he's also responsible for us. God is our provider in all things. 
Everything we have, every good and perfect gift comes from God and through God. Every single breath that we draw is a gift from God. God is providing everything needed for life here and for life hereafter. And so when we bow to pray to our Father in heaven, we are praying to the one who can and does hear us, care for us, provide for us, and love us with an everlasting love. In heaven is God's position of both authority and power. Our Father in heaven has the absolute authority to direct all things and the power to carry out his direction. Nothing consistent with God's person is beyond his authority and power. God doesn't do anything that's inconsistent with his person, his holy, perfect, loving, all-knowing God. God is spirit. He is never confined to a place because he exists outside of space and time. But as the creator of space and time, he's able to enter into our space and time to accomplish all his purposes. God is everywhere, and so he is with us in prayer. But God is God, and so we must esteem him, uh, hold him high above all else and all others. He is our Father in heaven. And when we pray to our Father in heaven, we need to know and remember and focus on the fact that we are praying to God who is almighty, eternal, infinite, gracious, just, holy, loving, all-powerful, kind, fair, always the same. And so when we pray, we need to get in our minds that we are participating in the most exciting, rich, rewarding, rejuvenating, powerful event that could ever occur in the life of a human to speak with God who created the world and everything in it, the one who is always ready and waiting to hear from us in prayer. When we are praying, we're praying to God and there's none like him. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. When we say and pray, hallowed be your name, we're recognizing that God is God, and so we must in all things and at all times without exception for any reason honor the name and the person of God. To hallow God's name is to honor him, to revere him, to have the highest respect and regard for him, to know that God has always been and shall ever be. God is without equal. God who created all things. God who is very God of God is the one to whom we pray. He is to be honored above all, before all, and for all time. Prayer should be as common as breathing, yet there is nothing common about praying to Almighty God. We hallow God in our thoughts and words and actions. Conversely, we should never do anything that in any way disrespects God in prayer or otherwise. Prayer should be our attitude at all times to have a spirit of uh, honor towards God and a heart uh, looking up to God and trusting in God and calling out to God. We, we don't just pray on our knees with our hands uh, clasped together and our heads bowed and our eyes closed. 
We just have a spirit of prayer, a spirit of knowing that God is God, knowing that he is our Father in heaven, that we are hallowing, we are honoring, we are revering his name, and that he is the creator and the source of all things. And we're in a spirit of prayer at all times before him. We just thank God for prayer. Amen. God bless you.